Welcome to Delera Talks, the business English communication podcast for non-native professionals. My name is Paula, and I am co-hosting this show with Simon. In this podcast, we're going to be covering communication advice and tips to help express yourself with confidence in English and professional settings. So we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another Talera Talks episode. Wherever you are, I hope you are doing well. As always,、um, it's a wonderful, bright, sunny Friday here in Copenhagen, Denmark, and I am joined, as always, by my awesome co-host Paula. Paula, how are you doing? Hi, Simon. Doing great. Riding this heat wave we have here in Spain at the moment, but today's supposed to be. The worst day in terms of temperatures, and then it seems to calm down a bit. So I'm looking forward to that. So, so I, you are what I would call weather spoiled, which is that you say it's the worst day of the heat. It's too much, but for <laughs> us in Denmark, like any type of heat temperature, like high heat temperature, that's like the best day. You know, like the best day for us is. I don't know, maybe maybe thirty once a year, and then it's a national holiday, and we all、oh. get excited, and people wear shorts, which you just don't. I'm wearing shorts today. Like this is incredible. This wow. Is, yeah, this is very a big day for us. So, you know, as as much as we can get in the heat, we're excited, and yeah, I'm just I'm jealous of you down there next to the beach. They don't、yeah. get it. I can't complain. I can't complain. It just does get too much. You were you were saying you're wearing shorts. Today here, it's you don't have another option. You can wear <laughs> shorts, or that's it. <laughs> yeah, There's no yeah, way you、yeah. can wear long ones. But yeah,、um, awesome. So what's what's been going on with you, Simon? Any any updates? Yeah, so we got it's. I mean, it's crazy how time is just flying this year, and we have so many things going on.、Um, I mean, probably one of the biggest things that we're getting kind of geared up for as a team is our team retreat, which is coming up in September. And for those of you listening, like Paula and I have never met in person, so I don't know, like. I don't know if you're like taller than me, or if we're the same height, or you know, it's gonna be. I don't know what to expect. That we, we've we've done so many of these podcasts together and worked together for almost like two years now, and we haven't met in person. And finally, we're gonna meet in person. We are. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, how tall we all are, how we move, and <laughs> how we interact in person. I don't know if I'll be able to do it without a screen in between, but I guess we'll have to find out. It's it's weird. Like I don't think my mother thought I had a real job for like the first <laughs> six months. She's like, "You don't just work from home." And I was like, "Mom, I do. I work remotely." She goes, "No, you need to like you don't. You haven't met your colleagues in person. That's not real." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's real. You know? <laughs> We're just in the matrix anyway, so it's fine." <laughs> it's real. It's real. I know. I know. Awesome. So yeah, I'm super excited about that. We'll record an episode together. We'll upload it. We'll keep everyone posted.、Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah.、Um, in terms of today's episode, what do we have for today, Simon? Yeah, today is something that we've heard a lot.、Um, just in general, when we talk about confidence, and it's really difficult. I think. Just commonly in your second language to speak up, right? And and what does that mean to speak up during a conversation?、Um, and we hear this all the time from people that say, "I 
I just, when I'm in a meeting, whether it's a Zoom meeting or in person, it's difficult for me to speak up, you know, in that meeting. And so this is what we're going to be covering today. How can you do it? And we actually have a really good strategy. Um, but when we talk about speaking up, what does that mean, Paula? Right. So to speak up or to speak up in a meeting means to voice your opinion, like to voice your opinions, to really say what you think. Um, sometimes it's also when you don't agree with something, you want to speak up means you want to share those ideas. Um, so yeah, we're going to see how we can do that in a polite way in a meeting. But there are some reasons why we feel like ah, I would love to speak up, but then I can't. Right. Yeah. And I think one of them um, for anyone, but especially if you're communicating in a second language or third language, that is anxiety. Right. We have a lot of voices within our head that say, okay, am I the right person to speak on this topic? Or can I interrupt a senior colleague? Or what if my idea isn't great? And so we get caught up on this anxiety that doesn't allow us to, to speak up, which is what yeah. we want to do. Yeah, there's and and this is really it goes back to this ancestral idea, which is like when we were in a tribe, right? When we were in these small tribes, one of the biggest uh, risks was speaking in front of the whole tribe of giving your idea because you're being judged by this group that you depend on, right? And so this automatic kind of fear comes in of what if I get kicked out of the tribe, you know, and it goes all the way back to that, which is amazing to think about is that's where this fear impulse comes from, right? What if my idea isn't great, right? What if I'm judged because of this? And if we're not very confident in our English, then this is, you know, this comes number one to us, right? Um, I just had uh, uh, one of our clients just told me, that for the first time he he stood up in a big meeting with senior executives and felt comfortable and enjoyed it and could could just go with it and really appreciated that and i was like wow that's amazing right to to enjoy that same kind of uh that same kind of sense so so yeah so there's the anxiety there's also the personality aspect right so like Everybody talks about introvert versus extrovert. Um, and how does that play in? Right. So, uh, I mean, this is just uh, a very broad spectrum, right? When we talk about I'm an introvert, I'm an extrovert. But usually introverts are people who need often need quiet time to gather information, you know, to gather their thoughts, to form their ideas, to articulate all those um, messages that they want to speak up about um they tend to be more analytical they they tend to overthink as well and i identify a lot with introverts i think i'm more of an ambivert so you when you have a little bit of both but i do definitely relate to that and that that is is not a bad thing to be an introvert it's it's totally fine but it can definitely hinder your uh, ability to speak up when you're in a meeting so, you know, that's just one of the things like your personality, there's nothing wrong with it, but just be aware of how that plays into the whole team or meeting dynamics. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we talked about anxiety, personality, the fear of being excluded or embarrassed, 
well, there may be other, there may be other reasons. Do you have any yeah. other thoughts, Simon? Yeah, I think it's the, the lack of practice, right? Of like, oh, that's a good one. A lot of people kind of feel like I need my notes. I hear this all the time. I need my notes or I need my list of things. And if, if I don't practice these things, then I'm not going to be ready. Right. And, and so we hear that a lot. Um, and that's something we've talked about before with our presentations, um, discussion on, on how to do that. And so we're going to, we're going to discuss these and, and, and talk about this. So we've talked about why we don't speak up in meetings, but really when it comes to overcoming this, you know, there's some really specific things that we can do, right? Right. Exactly. So first you need to overcome the fear. Uh, that's the first part. And then we'll talk about, okay, when do you actually speak up? When not, when should you not speak up? And then how do you actually do it? But if one of your problems is your fear, the best strategy that you can follow is to prepare and practice. Those are two basics. So how do you prepare? Go look at the agenda, look at the different points that you're uh, going to cover or that are going to be covered and write down bullet points of ideas that you would like to ask or speak about and think about the vocabulary that you think may be tricky. So here you don't have to write everything down, but do write keywords that may then help you with, you know, with your speech when you're in a moment where, you know, you may feel a little bit nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, and also like considering that you're, you shouldn't be preparing to give a 10 minute speech on, mm -hmm. you know, how this is going to change the whole company and da, 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 because that's a presentation, right? You're just preparing for a small jump to where you can just jump in and say, this is my thought. This is my opinion. And then, and then what you're doing there is you're, you're, you're shifting your mindset of as far as, okay, I, I shouldn't really be sharing this idea to no, I have this idea that I'm coming in with and it can help. It can, if we're collaborating, it's, it's joining into the meeting, right? So it's not about giving a long speech. It's about just giving a short idea, right? Mm -hmm, exactly. And you also said, I love when you said shift your mindset. Uh, of I shouldn't be giving this idea to no why not like of course I should and sometimes we feel okay it's probably not my place to speak up or it's not the right time but if they invited you to the meeting silence is really not in the best interest of the team they invited yeah. you because they value your opinion um, also if you feel like your idea is not fully developed it's okay that that part or half-baked idea can inspire others so yeah, shift your mindset mindset. And then there's other, you know, how we sometimes talk about little psychology tricks. And a lot of people think that they first have to build the confidence to speak up and then speak up. But it's actually, there's actually research that supports that it actually happens the other way around. When you speak up, then you'll gain the confidence. Mm. So try it and and don't wait until you feel fully confident this also happens with motivation by the way a lot yeah. of people wait to be motivated to take action but it's actually action what drives motivation so right and it doesn't need to be the biggest action right it doesn't need to be the most important meeting of the year that you wait to go and speak up and you can it. start to do it in small meetings just you know small team meetings and, and start to build up that confidence so that you know, so that by the, the end of the year, you have this confidence to speak up, you know, in the big meeting, right? And, and that's how you can, like you say, building up that momentum. That's it. And speak up early. 
Uh, it's very related to what you were just saying. Uh, build your own momentum. The earlier you speak in the meeting, the easier it will be for you later. Yeah. Especially because at the beginning, you start with the lighter topics. Right. And so when it gets to the deep down uh, of, the, of the topic you're covering, then, you know, it'll be much easier because you already, you already warmed up. And even if you're just asking a question, that's, that's still giving, giving some confidence. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's exactly it. Um, so talking about speaking up, sometimes you should speak up, sometimes you shouldn't. What are the times where you shouldn't speak up in meetings? Yeah, this is, I think it's something I've had to learn <laughs> um, <laughs> as a, in my professional life. I think as a young professional, I feel sometimes like very eager or excited about the topic or, you know, definitely sometimes you want to prove yourself or these kind of things. And I've really had to learn that, hey, you know, this is about collaboration as a group. You know, it's not about any one person because if everybody spoke up all the time, then it would be, you know, chaotic, right? So mm -hmm. definitely don't speak up in any way to show off or to, you know, like if there's not a reason to speak up, like really be honest with yourself. Like, what's the point? Why, why should I be speaking up? Is it, is it to actually contribute something? Is it, you know, relevant or is it for me? Like, why am I speaking? Is it for the group or is it for me? If it's for me, I don't think, you know, you should be, you should be speaking up and, 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 and throwing out ideas, but if it's for the group, then yeah. Um, also like one-on-one -on -one situations, right? Like, how what's what's the question to ask yourself if the comment is like one-on-one -on -one or it's better for one-on-one -on -one or better for the team this is a little bit difficult like which which of these aspects do we need to consider uh when we should hold back so the first question for that would be is this relevant to one person or to the group if it's mm -hmm. just for one person then you can leave that for one-on-one -on -one meeting um, other situations where it's much better to wait for the one-on-one -on -one meeting is if the topic is a little bit sensitive or tricky, and that could be feedback, even if it's constructive. Of course, here it depends on the situation. It depends on your company culture. But in general, feedback, even if it's constructive, again, should be given in, you know, it's easier to give in one-on-one. Yeah. It's positive feedback, then great groups work. Uh, but yeah, difficult conversations or also asking for advice on a topic that only you care about. It's much better to just wait until the meeting's over and then ask that person one-to-one. -one. Uh, these are very general ideas. They don't apply always, but it's, you know, it's a good rule of thumb to follow. Um, but then there are other times where you definitely should speak up. What are some of those? Yeah. So it, again, asking yourself if it's for me or for the group, right? If the idea is relevant for the group, then definitely speak up. And I think also if it's a brainstorming session, right? If we're here to work out an idea, then participation shows that you are engaged. It shows that you're in you're you're excited about the topic. It shows that you want to contribute, right? So I think that's important as well. Um, and those are kind of the two aspects for me that I think, you know, if we're here to help, we're here to find out an idea, then, you know, definitely join in because it shows that you are a part of the, a part of the team. 
Mm-hmm. For sure. And also, if you're, you're, if you're one of the stakeholders in the topic and there's something you don't agree with, of course, say it, speak yeah. up. That's where you're there for. So those are just some of the reasons why you would or should speak up in meetings. Uh, all right. So let's talk about how to actually do it. All right. right? Like, so, what are the tips that have worked? You were talking about that that client of yours that suddenly felt confident speaking with the senior team. So what are some tips that got them there? Okay. So I think I should just say that it wasn't suddenly. <laughs> it was oh, a, that's a good point. It, it was uh, uh, definitely we worked together on this and, and we got there. Um, but one of the biggest things was that it was a, a practice of like you talked about of actually taking the chances and 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 building up that that confidence um but i know that there was no um there was no script you know it wasn't like he had some script that he was just looking off of it was building up over time the confidence to be able to stand up and and actually give his ideas um now i think you broke down really this great abc um how to speak up in a meeting which i think is i really like it can you walk us through this what is this abc framework right so the abc to speak up during meeting is first attention b for breath and c for communication so those are the three steps first with a attention whenever we want to speak up and we've talked about this many many times Uh, We need to listen before we speak. We need to pay attention to what the others are saying and be present. And that is not only communication etiquette. It's really going to help you know what to say and who to talk to, who to address. So it's really also going to help you. So yeah, yeah, pay attention. Also listen as a non native English speaker, listen to the words that they say and use them yourself. Yeah. Um, two reasons mainly. One, because that's great vocabulary that you can use because others have used it. And two, because when we mimic, when we mirror what others say, we make it makes us more likable. So there you get the bonus point as well. Yeah, exactly right. And I think when you're listening, right, it's not listening to wait for your chance to jump in. That's right? it. So those we've talked before about active listening. And if you're not sure what that means, what active listening is, go check out our previous podcast about this. But active listening is that actually being immersed in that listening of fully paying attention to the meaning behind what people are saying and why they're saying. Not what unfortunately a lot of people do is wait for their time to jump in, right? So this is this active listening that we want to focus on. That's Um, exactly it. Yeah. And and so, okay. So the attention is a big one. And that's something that I've worked on with that client as well Is like, you know, a lot of times he, he was getting very nervous of just thinking about this, you know, I, I need to say this thing at this time. And it was all about him and his idea that he needs to bring out, not about what other people were saying. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that, and that took that pressure off when he started paying attention to what the others were saying and not just about, Oh, I have this thing I need. I need to say, but I'm I'm really nervous about it. Um, mm-hmm. So we have that attention part. The breath. What? How do? How do we do this? How does this come into our confidence? So this is also a twofold step. First, breathing will make you more confident, and that's a very short, 
bold statement, <laughs> but it does help us regulate our nervous system, taking deep breaths. Whenever you're nervous or you don't feel as confident as you would like to take a deep breath and you'll see how things just get better. Mm -hmm. so that's one thing, but it also helps you with your voice. So the way it works is usually when we're nervous, we take a deep breath and we start speaking when we're still inhaling. So I would take a deep breath. So what I think we should do, and then that's when you get that fatigue. Yeah. That's when you get that, you feel like short um, of breath. And what you have to do is, okay, you take a deep breath and then you start exhaling, right? If you imagine a roller coaster, inhaling is when you're going up and exhaling is when you're going down. When you start going down is exactly when you should start speaking. Okay. All right. I'm going to try this. All right, go ahead. I think that's a good idea. Wow. Okay. All right. That's that's much different than I think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's very exaggerated for sure. Yeah. But if you really think about it, it's okay. Take a moment to just take a deep breath. Give yourself time to to take that air in. And whenever you're ready to, you know, go down, let the air out then that's when you should start speaking. That's also going to help you with the intonation. Yeah. And, and when you have that neutral or down intonation, then you also sound more confident. Right. And, and intonation is when your voice is going down instead of going up. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like, I think that's a good idea. And it's, I, I felt a lot more confident than if I were like, I think that's a good idea. Then it's like, my body is even shaking right there. Yeah. So if mm -hmm. I'm already nervous, that's like a recipe for disaster. That's it. So yeah, we had attention. That's when we listen to people. We pay attention to what they have to say. Then we take a deep breath and start speaking uh, on the way down or the exhale. And the last one is the communication part to just go for it. Um, and that's where we're going to give a lot of different tips. Okay, but how? Like, what right. are the words that I can use? What are the different strategies that I can use to speak up? And we have, I think we have six. All right. And right? again, you, you don't need to use all of these together at the same time. And you should be, you know, having some kind of checklist in your head. No, just take these and start to try to implement some of them, I think is the best tip. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. All right. So number one, what is number one? How do we, how do we do this? So, okay, you've done the, I paid attention, I took a deep breath. Now, how do I communicate? The first one is asking questions. It works so well. Um, usually open-ended questions work much better. Yeah. Um, so here, for example, you, you can ask things like, um, so what do you think about, imagine they're talking about plan A and you don't <laughs> really agree with that plan. Uh, instead of saying, I totally disagree, one way you could do it is, what do you think about this other plan B where we do this, this, and that? Mm, yeah. And that's a, that's a bit more collaborative and it's less, uh, less threatening, right? It's not saying, it's not saying, why do you, or like, you know, do you like plan A? And it's very kind of like threatening, right? But what do you think about plan A? Like, what's your thoughts? And I think that's, uh, yeah, those open-ended questions are, are not threatening and they're easy to do as a first kind of, yeah, way. I like that. Exactly that. Exactly that. What else? Do you have any other tips? So that's the first one. Ask open-ended questions. Yeah. And I think if it's, if it's something that where you're the expert, expert in, or you are, you have the inside knowledge on something, 
then I think you can really use your opinion, which you can do it in a way to where it doesn't sound rude. It doesn't sound uh, arrogant, but it sounds like you're joining in. Right. Um, but the key here is that you want, you need to be confident. There's a fine line, right? You need to avoid the words like maybe, or possibly, I think perhaps, you know, because then what you're doing is you're bringing in an opinion without, without confidence behind it, which makes it sound like you haven't really thought through it. So it's like, okay, Simon's just bringing up an idea in the meeting that he's, he's just saying it just to say it. It's not that like he actually believes this. And, and that's where you really have to use that, right? You really have to go for it of saying, okay, instead of saying, maybe we should think about doing this. In my experience, I found that doing this really helps with the long-term goal that we're trying to get to right there. That's like, a total difference. I have more confidence in you if you're telling me that instead of maybe we should think about. <laughs> right? I like but it's a big change. So then your point was make it personal. Things like in my opinion or uh, in my experience or my experience tells me I like that a lot. But then sound confidence by avoiding that, as you said, maybe I think just. Yeah. And and what you're doing when you're saying like my experience or what I've found or what I'm noticing is that you're not you're not saying that this is the correct way and this is what we should be doing. You're adding that this is something that you've experienced. It's it's your experience, and you're adding this to the the team and and maybe we can discuss this. So, you know, instead of saying like uh, this is the best way to reach the sales goal. In my experience, I found that doing X, Y, and Z has helped reach sales goals in the past. Mm -hmm. That's me making an opinion. And it's something where I'm not being threatening again. I'm just coming in with an idea, but I'm still sounding confident. Yeah, I like that. There's this other example. Instead of saying, this is just an idea, but don't say this is just an idea, but right? You yeah. want to make it important. You could say, well, of the options we have, We've seen that the one that makes sense is, and that's how you show yeah. that you have experience, you have uh, confidence. That's one. The other you, uh, and this is something we discussed before, it's the prep framework. It's not something we've come up with, but it's something that a lot of people know. And that is point, recent evidence, point. Okay. Would you be able to um, tell us a little bit more about that? Point, reason, evidence and point. Okay. So you're giving your point in the meeting, right? In my opinion, um, I think we should do X, Y, and Z to reach the sales goal. The reason I think this is in my experience, I found that doing these three things has a big impact in the second quarter. Now, when I worked in my previous job, we did this and we had a 50% increase during that time, which was huge. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. We could take that same idea and implement that on our team. And, and perhaps that could have a big impact. So I like that. I'm, I'm giving my point. I'm giving the reason why, like my experience behind this and the evidence that went with that. And then I'm restating that point. Um, and what it does is, again, you can do it in the way that it's not threatening. It's just that this is my experience. 
um, and then open it up. And then you can always go with that open-ended question at the end. What do you think about that? Right. And, mm-hmm. that can, and there you're speaking up and you're giving your idea in a confident way, but you're still including, you know, any comments after. That sounds very powerful. I'm definitely going to try that in the next meeting. <laughs> All right. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting to hear. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. There's also this other technique that I love and that I, it's probably the one that I use the most often together with the questions. And that is to, um, to buck up the idea of another person. That's when you compliment what someone else said and mm-hmm. you use it to add to it. Of course, you have to agree. Otherwise, don't, don't say you yeah. agree. But, <laughs> you know, you could say things like, oh, that's a great point. And it reminds me of this other point. Yeah. Or you could also say, oh, you know what? I loved what you said about this thing. And that ties back to this other thing that I want to yeah. talk about. Right. Uh, you could also say, oh, good point. And related to that, the trend I'm seeing is, and that's where you add your point, it is a very, very nice way to build rapport with the other people. Mm-hmm. To really tell them that you were listening. That's the attention part that we talked about before. And it gives you the opportunity. It's the perfect opportunity now that people are hearing all these compliments about themselves. You got them listening to you uh, to then make your own point and speak up. Mm. Nice. Very effective uh, technique. You've used that as well, I've noticed. Now, what happens if we need to disagree? If it's like we're in a meeting and we're we don't want to call them out or like be very negative towards one person in the middle of the meeting, but we need to make our point known, known that we disagree. How, what do we do there? So it's fine. It's totally fine. You need to be confident. And again, this is sometimes very culture dependent, depends mm-hmm. on the culture of your country and of the culture of your company. Um, and on a number of, of other reasons, as we said, like personality and things like that. But right. if you plan to disagree, We believe that you should disagree, but offer an alternative solution or add constructive criticism. Um, So don't don't just try to disagree with the intent to insult, but to support. So, okay, you don't agree with something, provide the reason and then add a suggestion. Or if you don't have the the end solution, at least give them some advice on, on how they could start thinking. Yeah, yeah. Great. Great. And, and again, consider that, you know, the culture, the company culture, the group culture, right. Um, definitely take these things into consideration. If you feel like there's a chance that it might be better to do this in person with that person later, then definitely do that. Um, you don't want to offend people and, and that can be yeah, that can be a little bit of a, a tricky uh, tightrope. Yeah, a very effective technique here when you really want to disagree with something is to abstract it a bit. So instead of making it about a specific person, a specific specific project or activity, you could say something like, when something similar happened in the past, this is what we did. Or generally speaking, when we come up with an issue like this, this is what usually works. So yeah. you're not really making it about the person, but you're just giving general advice based on your experience. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's objective, right? It's it's not about the person. <laughs> and that's, right. that's pretty nice. Yeah. That's it. So if someone made a mistake, for example, you could say, oh, what I've noticed when this happened in the past with other people is that this other thing worked really well. So then yeah. you're taking the pressure off them and you're not telling them, what did you do? That was totally right. wrong. Do this instead, right? Right, right. Cool, cool. All right, six examples for you, different strategies on how to do this, what to say, right? So we've talked about, you know, we've talked about the, uh, the ABC, which is the attention, the breath, and then go for it, right? The communication. And then we talked about the strategies, right? So asking questions, what do you think about those open-ended questions, uh, using it, the, the personal, in my opinion, or in my experience, and then we talked about leading with facts as well, right? And 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 how do we just give us a quick example, Paolo, of, of how we can lead with facts? Yeah, so we briefly touched on, on this one. And it really helps, for example, if you have a statistic or a percentage say, oh, there's actually 60% of people who are missing out on, and that could help you, you know, whenever you have a fact or a statistic, then that could be a good yeah. point for you to speak up. You provide a fact, it's not an opinion, you provide a fact, and then you can add on to it what your take, uh, what your right. take is. And we've talked about that with disagreeing as well, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> it's, it's very powerful to use statistics, numbers when disagreeing, and it makes it objective. Um, and then again, we talked about another strategy of the prep, right? The point, give the reason, the evidence, you can use the facts, then the numbers, and then end with the point again. Um, you talked about complimenting, about adding on uh, to, to what people were saying. And then I love, I love the disagreeing, you know, make it objective, right? Make it, make it about something other than the person. Um, so yeah, so six very good strategies to speak up in meetings. Um, and then, okay, so we're going to do a little example, right? So we're going to take in some of these points and I'm really going to try this. Uh, okay. So I, I, you I'm going to do, do the, yeah, I'm going to do the breath thing. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. <laughs> so Paula and I are talking, we're having a discussion and I'm ready to speak up in this kind of collaborative meeting. You know, I was looking at some research that you've done, Paula, and I was surprised to find that over 50% of our listeners want to work on confidence building. So I've noticed this as well in several of our students. And I was thinking we could bring a coach or a psychologist onto the show to discuss how we can improve our confidence when speaking in our second language or in English. What do you think about that? Oh, I like how you implemented quite a few strategies from the ones we talked about. You had the point, recent evidence point, like you did lead with facts. Um, you talked about, you know, some of the, the stuff that I had said before, you know, I was surprised to find or looking at the research you have done. That's how you involve the other person. And then you ask with that open-ended question. I think that works really, really well. So yeah, nice. Yeah. I got to keep working on the, on the whole breath thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Uh, keep working on that later today, but yeah. uh, just <laughs> yeah. makes perfect. There you go. Exactly. Right. Um, okay. So Paula, we're wrapping up um, any last messages to all of our listeners out there on how to speak up in meetings. So my last thought here is again, to be mindful of the culture 
and how that affects how we speak up in meetings and and adding on to that actually we have a webinar free webinar coming up uh, at the end of august we'll drop that in the comments and that is uh working across cultures so we'll talk about how different cultures communicate interact work together so if you're interested in learning more then again we'll drop the link in um in the comments or in the blog, wherever you're um, accessing this piece of, of content. And yeah, we really hope to see you there. It's going to be interactive. It's going to be the two of us, Simon and I, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking so forward to it. Um, great. All right. Well, as always, um, you know, keep uh, letting us know what you want to work on. Um, we talked about the confidence building and, and now, yeah, speaking up in meetings is so important. Um, and a lot of these tools, again, you can use outside of that. So let us know. Um, but besides that, wherever you are, have a great rest of your day. Um, and as always, keep learning. And that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember to subscribe to Talera Talks. We'll be back soon with more. And visit our website at talera.com for more valuable content on business English. You can also request a free consultation on the best ways for you and your team to improve your communication skills. So have a great day and keep learning.